Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? Uh-huh, sure. You know, you look kind of familiar. Yeah, you do too. I just wanted to know, do you know a podcast named The Podcast Is Mine? Oh, I know that podcast. I just wanted to let you know that it's mine. No, no, it's mine. Hello and welcome to The Podcast Is Mine. I'm Sunny Gruel. And I'm Bhushan Kumar. You are indeed. And I just got a TMZ alert saying you were arrested for crimes against fashion. How very dare you. I wore bootcut jeans once. <laughs> and they are back in trend, you know, actually, bootcut jeans. Like all the youngsters are like rediscovering the clothes that we I used to wear. To, well, you were, you were a toddler <laughs> no, at the time. I'm, you're never going to live that down. <laughs> exactly. Always remember. So take a swig of water. <laughs> I know, straight in, like, first 60 seconds and already you're taking swigs of water. We just need the Destiny's Child link now. Oh my God, yes. We need to put the forge, put, you know, to today's subject. We need to yeah, plant that seed. kind of plant that seed and forge that link. So, Sunny, are you excited about what we're going to talk about today? I am super excited. Yes. Yeah, so, if you're playing bingo at home, that's another one to cross <laughs> off in, in the grid. And if you get full house, you know, hit us up on the socials and let us Send know. Us a so, Sunny, I think you need to open up the tab I on the do. secret diary of Zone One And we've got to talk about something that we usually refer to towards the end, but we're not finished yet, people. It's exactly. Only Stay fans where you are. Fans related. Yes, yeah, so we're not in the OnlyFans lounge. We're actually no. talking about OnlyFans, but we're in our regular salon where we yes. record the first two parts of the podcast. Yes. The Diary of a Zone One Ho is talking about OnlyFans suspending and then reversing its decision to take adult content off the platform. What? I had no idea about this. What, what happened? Right, well, here's the 411. Oh my God, do you remember that song by the 411? By the I Saturdays. Know. No. no, no, no. It was the 411. It was like, dum, dum, dicky, dum, dum, Who were they? That was not the... Oh, it was the band before. They were called the 411. Sorry, they were like the poor man's Saturdays. And the Saturdays were the poor man's Spice Girls. So the Saturdays are like the Primark Spice Girls, exactly. But I do love Molly King. I know you mock me. But I listened to her on Radio 1 with Matt Edmondson. No, I'm going to make you listen to them. hilarious. I've got a Saturday... Well, do you know... I've got a newspaper out to do. I've got a Saturday story. Um, well, I've got two Saturday stories. Tell me, tell me. So back in my television days, um, <gasps> once in the canteen, there was these two beautiful girls who came into the canteen. I know what you're saying. And me say. and my friend were like, kind of, oh my God, who are they? They are so beautiful. Yeah. And, we were, and then we were like, oh my God, it's Sienna Miller. Because this was like the time when Sienna Miller was huge. Like she was dating Jude, uh, like Jude, Law. Jude Law. Or I think she'd just broken up okay. with him. And so we were like, oh my God, it's Sienna Miller. So we spread like rumours around everywhere. Like, oh my God, we saw Sienna Miller in the oh. canteen. And she's absolutely stunning. And she had this beautiful girl <laughs> with her. Exactly. And then somebody came up with like, we met a runner from like one of the shows. And we were like, oh my God, Sienna Miller is so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, that was Molly King and, <laughs> and Una. Was it Una Stubbs, I think. Her name Una, is. yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were like, oh my God, they're so beautiful. And then there was another time where I had to um, carry an armload of broadcast tapes to the broadcast library. So I had my arms full, like, you know, really heavy uh, kind of digi tapes. <laughs> And then uh, suddenly I just saw these five girls walking towards me and they look, kind of looked at me and I held the door open for them and it was a Saturday. <gasps> and um, so I saw Frankie, oh. um, Molly, Una, yes. uh, Rochelle. Rochelle was in S Club 7 Juniors and she is certainly not a junior now. She certainly isn't. She did the page three, do you remember? <gasps> but she is so beautiful in real life. Like she's so tall. They all are. They, they are all stunning. Are. Well, do you know who's not? Vanessa. Why? So Vanessa was the last. So all the girls, apart from Vanessa, said thank you to me for holding the door open. The other one didn't. Vanessa just gave me a look up and down. Cancelled. Literally, I was going to throw the tapes on her head. <sighs> and I was just like, you know, but these are broadcast Is she tapes, the only right? one that would sing? 
Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Typical, isn't it? You She's probably fed up of being at the back of the queue, <laughs> being like, I'm the only one singing in this crew. Have you seen there's like this clip, I need to try and dig it out from somewhere, where um, they sing and they all sing off key because they're backing track. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and it one... ain't because of the backing track. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think Molly misses her line as well. Oh, please send me that. I'm going to find, I will I dig it out and it. put it on our socials. It's so, so funny. But listen, we digress no, but, so but, Yeah, massively. we do. But I love, I do love them. And I want you to listen to them. Yes. And I just want to quickly say... Oh, no, Matt, I do like the Saturdays. I like Up. Up is my favourite I want you to listen to Matt Edmondson and Molly King. And just li- no, because Matt Edmondson... I'm not kidding you. He is the bitchiest straight guy of ever. <laughs> he can run up circles around us. I'm not kidding. Listen to the shady stuff. He always shades Molly on the show. Intentionally. It's like, all, huh. it, it's all good fun. Fantastic. But it's so funny. Like, he's so quick-witted. I'm like, I think you would like it. Okay. Give it a go. Give it just a go. for you, I will for listen. Me, thank I will you, listen. Girl, thank So just to explain to listeners, hello. Oh God, hello. We're not <laughs> plugging just Radio 1 shows. Exactly. Um, to just explain how we got here. So there's also a song called uh, Dumb by the 411. Yes. Do you remember Sarah Jessica Parker did a shampoo advert when she steps into a taxi? That this girl steps into a taxi yeah. and there's a, like a premiere going on and then she steps out the other side and suddenly she's Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. No, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica Parker from Parker, Sex and City. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like the shampoo. And the ad, 411. God, that dump. shampoo is not good for your skin then. No. <laughs> oh, no, I mean. <laughs> Matt Edmondson in the house. <laughs> so, anyway, they use this 411 song and it's available. You, you'll be able to see it on our YouTube playlist. Anyway, that's how we go. So, you are. So, back to OnlyFans. Yes. You know, I can't believe we've. You know, this is a matter of national importance. Oh, and there we are, like, we're telling stories from back in the day. <laughs> Um, so yes, yeah, so OnlyFans took the decision to um, ban adult content from the platform. Okay. Apparently, this was uh, something that their investors and banks that they work with mm-hmm. had uh, expressed that they were uncomfortable with the amount. You know, uh, they weren't comfortable when they were lying in their back pockets. Exactly, and like you know, the thing is, that's the thing about it all that um, it's just, it seems quite hypocritical. Yeah. To be honest with me, to be honest with you, to be honest with me, <laughs> to be honest with <laughs> you, are one of those investors. <laughs> exactly, I was one of those investors. Um, but then they reversed the decision five days later and I think it's a uh, yeah I think this kind of backfired for OnlyFans Mm. because if they had stuck up for the sex workers community and said like you know what you I mean because the sex workers put it on the map otherwise OnlyFans wouldn't be where it is without the sex workers you know so and also it was great for the sex workers because they could make really good money Uh, it was safe for them because they were kind of in control of what they were doing and um, a lot of sex workers were like, well, do you know what? We're just going to go to Just for Fans or another platform. Oh. But do you remember Tumblr? Tumblr did the same thing where they... Tumblr was? I thought that's what it was for. You know, exactly. Tumblr was all about where you got your porn. But as soon as they said no adult images, oh my God, this just tumbleweed. So what, it's not for that anymore at all? Well, yeah, they, they don't allow it. They said that they uh. want to be more family orientated. And I understand where OnlyFans are coming from. They said that, look, we, are, we do host adult content, but we yeah. also have a lot more on it. Because it's there for like, you know, for example, if I wanted to, talk to a makeup artist or something yeah. and say oh can you teach me how to do a cut eye crease or something they you what? i'd pay that sounds like a dance move oh da, you don't know <laughs> and then i'd pay them 20 quid and they would send me a video showing me expressly how to do it or yes. if i wanted while to... masturbating <laughs> <laughs> oh my what do you think a cut eye crease is <laughs> so, <what we're> doing? <laughs> so anyway so um yeah <laughs> It's a real shame uh, that they weren't, they didn't have their back, and you know, now they reverse the decision and they're well, on their backs. <laughs> they're on their backs, exactly, exactly. And the thing is, as well, people are speculating that even though the decision was reversed, 
it doesn't mean that they may not go ahead with it. Mm. So um, sad times, really. Like you know, but that does mean that if we started up our OnlyFans account. Yeah. Well, actually, no. We do have an OnlyFans account. No, we do, just but no one not, can find it. No one, even us. <laughs> even us. We, oh, we, I have no idea what the password. The password is. has been like you know. Lo- we've been locked out for ages, honestly. So yeah. So that's that was pretty much the diary of his own one. Oh wow. Okay. Today. So we are going to close the tab, push because we are getting ready. Bloop, bloop, bloop. But just to say, we will, we will be going back to OnlyFans in our OnlyFans yes, lounge, which is, which is not associated diary. with. Yeah, exactly. These the, are two independent franchises. In, under, all the franchises. Oh my God! Look at our legs. Hands up, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we got the leg. Oh, oh God. God. We're doing the Lord's work today. You know what? We're going to have to find another one for season three, aren't we? Like oh. a consistent thread. Absolutely. Because was it Brandy and Monica in the first season? I think it was Brandy and Monica. It was always like, you know, excuse me, can I please talk to you? And then, so this time it's always been Destiny's Child. The writer's on the So, way. yeah, season three, we shall think about okay, But yeah. anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get, get ahead of ourselves. I know. And let's... Uh, Finish off season two. <laughs> exactly. So what are we talking about today, Sonny? We are to- The title of the episode is <laughs> Games Master Sunny. That's right. And you, uh, who is that? <laughs> Excuse me, can I, I please talk to you for a minute? <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> she knows me. <laughs> but we are going to take it to the bridge. Go for it. So the world of computer video games is a community like no other. From arcades, remember those kids? Like Bushin. <laughs> <laughs> How very dare you. I used to play with like a stick and a wheel in the street. I'm, I'm sure you did. And that is not related to gaming. <laughs> Sorry, let me go back. While doing so, my cut eye cream. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my god. So from arcades to consoles to PCRs and VR headsets of today, gaming PCRs? Has... What PCRs? VR... Did I say PCRs? <laughs> <laughs> You're not travelling, love. <laughs> VR headsets of today. PCs and VCR headsets. PCs and VR headsets. <laughs> Oh, PCRs. Oh my! What is? Oh, a PCR. You know why I'm thinking of PCRs? Because of my trouble on the brain. <laughs> I am famous. So many of those darn tests, and now they don't even need to be done. We'll come back to that. We're, gonna, we're doing an episode on that. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway. By the way, can I just say there's a scent of weed in the studio at the moment, <laughs> which may explain why we've just gone very high for no oh, reason. God. This in the studio, really? Can you not smell? Oh, or did you just? Did you just fart? No. <laughs> That's just your mouth. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, go. Anyway, Carry on with the bridge. Anyway, let's, go, let's go back. So from arcades to consoles to PCs to the VR headsets of today, mm-hmm. gaming has come a long, long way. Mm-hmm. Like many other cultural forces, it has been lauded for being a business that generates billions, but has also been blamed for promoting violence and antisocial tendencies. Mm-hmm. For season two, we wanted to discuss the role gaming has played in our lives and for one of us, it still does. <laughs> Not me. <gasps> Guess this one's my bitches. <laughs> and on that note, what was your very first console that you owned, Bushin? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> yes, I know you've been desperately waiting for this question. So, do you know, the very first uh, console we owned was the NES, <gasps> the Nintendo Entertainment I'm System. I'm so glad you know what that stands for. <laughs> What does MIB stand for? Men in, in black. black. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing game. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, we had a Nintendo Entertainment System. So that was the very first okay. um, console that we had. And we had Super Mario Bros, which came with it. Bros. I like bros. how you call it bros. And bros, darling, bros. And there was also Metroid, I think, with it. 
Or was that a Sega game? I can't. I don't know if my I'm memory's sure. playing. No, do you know what? I tell a lie. Do you know what? I'm jumping ahead. No, we had Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there, that was pretty much what all the only game we played on that. Yeah. But then we soon got a Super Nintendo Entertainment mm, System. SNES. A SNES with those coloured buttons. Mm-hmm. And I think we got Metroid with that. And we also got Super Mario Brothers 3, I think, was the first game that we had on okay. that. Okay. So we, I mean, the Mario Brothers, is, you know, if you grew up in that generation, that was Huge. an education, that game. And yeah. like, it's such a genius. Even today, that is one of the game, my go-to games, if, I, if I'm ever seen dead on a console. Yeah. You're all you about know. going through holes. Going through holes, exactly. <laughs> going down those pipes and... <laughs> Getting those pipes cleaned. Exactly. <laughs> and just, so don't forget, our only fans lounge coming up later. <laughs> Um, and yes, so we had an SNES and we also like had Street Fighter 2, oh, um, which epic. was like one of the best games. I think my favourite kind of games were mm. always like platform games and beat-em-ups. Yeah. I don't know what that says about me. No, no, it's um, <laughs> and then so after our SNES, we had, um, I think we got a PlayStation 1. Yeah. And then we used to play Driver, which is the best <gasps> game ever. Oh my god. Although it took us years to pass that bloody test at the beginning. You, know, you had to take the test at the beginning. <laughs> oh, no, that was no. Gran Turismo that had the test. No, so Driver, Did Driver, had, so Driver well? 1 had a test where you had to kind of like, you know, do 180s and slaloms oh and stuff. Oh my goodness. And you it's had to... me flashbacks of the story about you in the car. Oh, do you remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your mum was doing this. My mum doing 180s and slaloms. I was like, mother, it's a dual carriageway. <laughs> it's like, do I love my life? No. <laughs> um, so we had a PlayStation, and then we had PlayStation Two. Yes. And then I think we've uh, at the moment we also had uh, what was it N sixty four as well. Yeah. So you, and then this is and the N sixty four is really where I fell out of love with gaming because yeah. um, after playing uh, you're gonna you got a life there uh, because yeah. everyone most people are like the rest of us got a li- exactly but yeah. also playing Goldeneye used to give me motion <gasps> that sickness. was such an amazing game I know but I used to get so sick from it oh. and so like I just after that I kind of gave up yeah um, and then we had like a PlayStation three yeah. And that's the one with the Blu-ray player in it. Correct. <laughs> and that is still... That sitting. was the only reason that you got <laughs> yes. And it's still sitting under the skybox right really? now. And I clean it every week. And I'm always Aww. like, I must pack this away. I must <laughs> pack this away. Because uh, you know the controllers and like, you know, you charge the controllers yes, up. <laughs> we can't find the lead anywhere. And the controllers oh, are running out of juice. I can give you a spare one. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah. So then like... Micro could... USB. <laughs> so like, if we could like charge that up and then we can like watch Blu-rays on it. But that was, yeah, that's pretty much... So the journey started with NES yeah. and finished with PlayStation 3. Oh my so how God. about yourself? That is such a nice potted history. Mm-hmm. So my first... I, so actually, before even having a console, mm-hmm. I had... The, a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, my joysticks. Have, I've got a lot Joystick. Of, oh, indeed. That yeah, that's what then. I call them. <laughs> in, in pleasant company. <laughs> Oh that auto fire. Was yours like, did it have like a, like a big knuckle duster with the red button on the thumb? I can't think that was some other kind of sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. God. But what yeah. I think, but, so consoles are like, so I, I treat like um, consoles slightly different to like PCs. Yes. So then when I initially had PCRs, <laughs> PCR tests, I've got that on the mind. I want to go, I want to travel. <laughs> um, so when I, the first thing we got was a Commodore 64. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness, so old school. And it like brings back memories of there was a cassette player that you plugged into it to load the games. Remember that? Just going to interrupt you because do you know what? I've just remembered. You know, it wasn't an NES. Would you have a Commodore 64 as well? Or an Amiga 1200? We had the grandma of computers. Atari. An Amstrad. Amstrad. (laughs) With the CP6464 with the coloured buttons. And just when you said cassette, that triggered me. (laughs) Because if that damn cassette got stuck, that was it. Alan Sugar is all over you. 
He, like, the day I see him, I'm just going to smack it over his head. Oh honestly. my god! Yeah, because that's what it was like back in the day. You had to load a game mm. using a cassette. Yeah. I remember just thinking, oh my goodness, you just want to play the game, but you've got to watch this li- little thing whir around, mm. go around twenty. Loading, loading, oh loading. Oh my god, it was so bad. But the games were so basic back then. I remember. Mm. Used to have, I mean, it was amazing because you just spent. I killed so many hours just playing all these redundant games <laughs> in my bedroom. I think my parents got fed up with us having the get everything downstairs at home so it's got us our, our own TVs but yeah that was the first so it was Commodore 64 which mm-hmm. we I think we still have that I told my dad I was like don't you dare bin that because my dad that's going to be worth a lot of money well it's worth a lot already yeah. I don't think it'll be worth much though oh, you to go onto eBay you know have a look, I'm going to have a check I'm going to have a check mm-hmm. um, so th- then we got the Amiga 1200 which took a oh. floppy disk oh. I feel like we've got so many sexual references a floppy a joystick <laughs> it's on the brain it's the you weed as well it's all kicking in <laughs> <laughs> so then after that then so we were always like of the kind of uh, personal computer kind of gamers <laughs> and then i remember when we went to buy the very premium big, uh, no not really it was secondhand <laughs> i remember we went over to someone's house because this was back in the day mm-hmm. when, when you buy stuff secondhand it was we saw an advert in the newspaper yes! we went to go yes! over to someone's house to buy it, it oh was, my i God. remember going over to someone and then they showed they were like doing this little demonstration of the Amiga 1200 uh-huh. and this was like seriously advanced computing compared to the Commodore 64 <laughs> and what they did to impress us and it sold me uh-huh. is they opened up their, that version of PaintShop Pro whatever it was on the Amiga 1200 and they opened up a picture of Tutankhamun and I was sold I was like oh my goodness this has changed my life I was like I need to take this home I need this for study dad we have to buy this it was just a picture it was a, probably a very low resolution picture Tutankhamun like is like an, you know, that has brought back so many memories for me because I just I, I know exactly the image you're talking about do you know have you seen, it's gold isn't yeah, it it's gold and blue yeah and, uh, <laughs> oh my god you is that really it. famous yeah. oh my god it's if you had an amiga you knew about it it's like oh my god i know exactly what you're talking about why, like well, oh I, I thought that was just us no 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 no. oh my god well, well, why was that just a stray picture of tutankhamun <laughs> on the amiga top? i think tutankhamun was like the Nicki minaj of, of, of amigas like you know just there it was like the icon the patron saint oh it was my oh my and, oh my god and also just reminding me of people like you know the second hand thing as well i remember because i remember when we sold our we sold the sold our Amstrad to somebody <laughs> and uh, this white dude came around like it was just really but uh, you know obviously because in that time we didn't really mix with people like we, we mixed with people <laughs> but not really so it, it, it was just like he was like a builder and like it's not someone who we commonly would have yes, crossed yeah you with. wouldn't have crossed paths and I just yeah. remember he came in and he said yeah it looks alright yeah bung it in the car like you know and then he gave my dad 50 goes oh, thank you very much and like it walked off so it, transactional I love yeah. it but I just you know can you imagine in today's age like day and age doing that that is so tr- we were, it's all online it's, it's all, all online. immediate and what's yeah because it reminds me of when we because then we also had like Game Boys oh my god we had yeah. Game Boy and da- oh, bless our parents they bought us because they knew we wouldn't share they bought us one each <gasps> I know you we, guys we, are we, fancy oh, we were spoiled oh I my think. god yeah definitely and I remember my brother loved his and I wasn't really playing mine and I have no idea what I was trying to use the money that I was trying to cash it in for to buy <laughs> so I think I was trying to buy a keyboard I was, I was obsessed I was like I'm going to be a pianist I'm going to get, well, get strumming there well that came true but in a different <laughs> way <laughs> so then I remember this guy came over and I think my dad taught me a very good lesson that day in the art of negotiation oh wow because he left me do it <laughs> I was like 
the guy came in and he was a biker. Oh, yeah, and he was like a cool dude. Like he came rocked oh, up in like leather. Five, were you like one years old at this point? I or was something? so young. I can't remember. I must have been under ten. <laughs> I think I don't know. My dad just left me to. It, he was there, obviously, yeah. but the guy was like, "Okay, so you know, show me the Game Boy that it mm-hmm. works." Tested the game. He came over. Mm. He told us it's after actually. So I'll tell you the, the yeah. leader. So he was like, oh, "Okay, so how much? You know, it's on offer for whatever. Yeah. I can't even remember what we were selling it for." Mm. And he said, "How about?" So he was trying to you know negotiate, mm. and I was just so shocked that someone would. I mean, I I thought it's just too impolite to say no, so I just said yes. Oh. And then afterwards, my dad. I did say to my dad. I was like, I can't believe that we pay. I can't remember what he undercut it by. Hmm. But my dad was like, but then you didn't ask. And I said, but you didn't say anything. Just, but you were having the conversation. And I thought, oh, my uh, God. It was a good lesson, you know. After that, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm in boots trying to get this. <laughs> <laughs> you got to ask. <laughs> oh, my God. That's such Asian parenting, though. It's, it's that kind of like, if that transaction went really good, it's like, see, I taught you well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you got undercut. Well, you, no, didn't you, ask. you didn't ask. And it taught me. I was like, you know what? That's a good lesson. But then after we, you know, Money exchange hands, mm. obviously. <laughs> I'm really concerned now. <laughs> were... Yeah, I got fondled and also no, 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 I was trying to <laughs> So I should have got a tip. <laughs> well, if you're the OnlyFans creator, I could have tipped you via the Yeah, so all yeah. those those testimonials that you're talking about, it was me basically. Um, but yes, yeah, so then when he was Pegasus, he said, I'm gonna be honest, he said, I'm not buying the the Game Boy for the the actual handheld. Uh-huh. I'm buying it for Tetris. because you couldn't oh, buy yes. Tetris yes. unless you bought the Game Boy. I don't uh-huh. think it was sold. So that's how much the game was worth to someone. Mm-hmm. They were willing to pay the price of a con like a handheld. Yeah, absolutely. Goodness me, but that big spot. I was not thinking about bringing about that up. <laughs> yeah, so then eventually when we did get to consoles, play PlayStation 1 uh-huh. and the first game I remember playing on that was Ridge Racer which was so basic when you go look back at the graphics now that it was terrible but one of my favourite games has just reminded me of is Rayman oh, God, did you ever was, see Rayman was, the yeah, platformer yes, he had what, no limbs because oh the, yeah 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 oh, oh my god it was so good and so what else did I play on that Gran Turismo but that yeah so then we went through and as you can probably see <laughs> down there it's all the way up to PlayStation 5 <laughs> which you tried to use TPIM to pro do you remember? Oh <laughs> Lest we forget. Oh. So basically, I'm obviously not in charge of the socials. It's very obvious to those of you that follow us. And I was on Instagram thinking, you know what? People tell me Instagram can be used to like do all sorts of things like shop and do research. So I thought, I can't find myself a PlayStation 5. Let me start sending, following all these retailers and messaging them about stock. And I was like, well, how, how, did, how did you find out? What did I write? The next day I was just like, oh my God, we've been hacked. There's all these messages and these, these accounts followed, which like I did not do. And then I was like, it's like, hi. And then I was just like, who? Oh my God, this hacker is basic. And then I was like, that's not a hacker, that's Sunny. And I was like, delete, delete, delete. And I was like, no, we don't use it for that. No, we don't follow anyone, no. do we? Except each other. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, funny, it's funny because like Game Boy and Game Gear, because I remember our neighbor had a Game Gear. And yes, he, oh, we have those as well. Yeah. And I remember like the fight, you know, because there's only one between and like our neighbor. So there's like basically four of us like fighting over it. Yeah. Trying to play it and stuff. And like you had to plug it into the adapter and then the damn thing would overheat or it would yeah. freeze. Or the battery and, would run and, out. And it would just be so heartbreaking because you had pretty much you had to live in that moment. Like yeah. when it was operating, <laughs> you know, when something was loading up because there used to be like so much of it was just <laughs> waiting for things to happen. And also the other thing that you reminded me of was um, I remember we used to like 
call our friends to talk about the games that we had played oh, because there was no yeah. other way of communicating. So you actually had to ring somebody up and be like, "Oh yeah, do you know what I, I played? Su- this, yeah, yeah, I'm on level eight. I'm on world eight now for Super Mario, or I'm on, yeah. you know, or Street Fighter. I learned this because we also used to get all the magazines as well. You know, it used to be like CVG. Did you ever get CVG? CVG. Computer. It's got, stood for computer video, 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 video games, yeah. and they used to give like the cheat books. Yes, so they would yes, tell yes, you like yes. you know cheats for the games, and then like they'd do like a Mortal Kombat special, yeah, or Street yeah, Fighter, yeah, yeah. and they'd also and review the walkthroughs. Yeah. yeah, and then do you remember how they used to review games out of a hundred? Yeah, and then they'd be like, you know, this is like Sonic was like ninety eight percent because they're like this is as near to perfection as yeah, possible. That's true. But that taught me so much because that taught me how to review something. Like it said, you know, like I learned about words like you know, so obviously graphics, playability, yeah. um, you know, the adventure, like storyline, yeah. the characters, um, the interaction, the difficulty level as so well. Because remember you could adjust difficulty levels yeah. so you can make it as hard as you want to and I was <laughs> you know, there's a really funny story like I want because we also used to borrow games to one another because obviously we didn't have the money yes. to like you know so do you remember you'd swap that was very like, natural a good thing to do wasn't it exactly yeah. you'd be like oh yeah you can borrow my blades of steel <laughs> I'll borrow <laughs> I don't want Street that. Fighter exactly. yeah thank you I'll keep Street Fighter <laughs> and then um, you know you'd play it and then like you put it on easy or something and when you gave it back like you didn't switch and I'd be like oh no it's not fair it's for my brother like you know he's younger oh. than me so he needs the easy but then like now like if someone asked me why have you switched it on easy I was like look do you know what we are fighting patriarchy it's my time to relax and win if we can choose one thing to be easy let us have that moment (laughs) oh god it's so true but yeah it's funny when I think back to that kind of era in terms Mm. of that's how we would share games and play now it's all in terms of sharing what you're doing Mm. you do that there's a button since PlayStation 4 share button you stream it immediately Mm. someone can watch you playing the game the entire time live as as, as you wish and there's huge people that uh, a lot of people that make huge money Mm -hmm. by just streaming games themselves gaming all day long do you know once um, I remember in school you know when VHS tapes used to do the rounds once there was a tape of just someone playing from Japan playing Street Fighter it was just three hours 180 VHS tape watch that and we watched it we came home from yeah. school we skipped Grange Hill Blue Peter every even the Brandy and Monica performance on MTV <laughs> <Yeah>. that I <laughs> all those programs were skipped just to sit there and my mum was like kind of like are you all mad what are you watching and we were like oh no look, this is Street Fighter look that's yeah, why you look at that move oh my god he did Hadouken and he did this and, and oh, look at his finishing move and stuff and uh, you were you were definitely down for Guile weren't you oh, damn right he, no, he, he could Sonic right. boom you anytime <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do that spinning bed I wanted to be Chanley <laughs> Her Hadouken was always really shit. It looked like a little her flame was crap. Yeah, it was all about getting those that split upside down and yeah, just Mm. rocking it. And then did you get used to get called Dalsim at school as well? No, (laughs) did people say that? We used to get it all the time, but then we'd always. But you were Hindu. Yeah, exactly. So we, (laughs) but we were always like, yeah, I didn't have a character. I wasn't represented. Oh yeah, you weren't represented, were you? Because we were always like, oh yeah, but at least we can stretch and do this, and we can do that, and and we can teleport, (laughs) and we can. And breathe fire. <laughs> breathe fire. And yeah, that's what you're arms. spelling, not weed. You're spelling that fire. Do you know what Delcine taught me about modelling as well? Do you remember there was that move where like, he could like, extend his leg and kick people in yes. the head? That oh, that amazing move. leg. I oh, love And that. the long arm. And Tyra would be proud. It was like <laughs> boot to toot. She was like <laughs> serving it. H to D. <laughs> no, but we're also good at serving. E Honda's 100 hand slap. Oh my we God. We are such bitch slappers. Oh my God. They need to bring that back. The that 100 was just, hand like, slap. That was 
everything. We tend to do a few hundred hand slaps in our podcast. <laughs> exactly. Verbally, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, and do you remember Blanca as well when Blanca's electricity? <gasps> Blanca. And then, so basically, like, you know, when I was playing, like, my brother, my older brother was much better than me. So I'd always pick, like, I'd pick Blanca and just yeah. do electricity. So it's like, bitch, you come near me. I, 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 I would hate that when people would sit there and do the same. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a friend come over. We were playing on my PlayStation 5. We were doing Mortal Kombat. Mm. And he literally kept doing the same move. And I was like, I'm getting so annoyed, Luke. And this is not fun. I was like, well, it's not a game. If you just hit and press the same button repeatedly, there's no skill involved. It's just <laughs> useless. But that's the thing. It took time to master it. But do you know, again, like, uh, there was all this thing about, oh, computer games are bad for you. But it taught hand-eye mm. coordination. Because you had to think about what was going on in front of you. Perform the moves you that's wanted true. to do. But you also had to think two steps ahead because you had to think strategy. Right, strategy, exactly. You had to think, how am I going to defeat this person? What moves am I going to use? And like, you know, the character, like, and it made you think about the characters as well because the characters were like, you know, say for example, so Chun Li was agile with a hundred foot yeah. kick, and but she was fabulous, fabulous. But then her moves wouldn't have as much impact as like a hundred hand slap, no. which could take up twenty five percent of your energy if you could get yeah. in range. <laughs> <laughs> he was too short. He was too, he was short, too, too far, far away from everything. So, Remember Vega? Sorry. Just oh my god, Vega! Oh my god! Oh, and we checked the mark. <gasps> Oh uh, we all like Sagat <laughs> and Zangief. Zangief. Oh my God, Zangief with the power of Kachi. <laughs> <laughs> and that chest hair he was the original bear I think he, honestly. he was the bear it, you know what this so, it's so homoerotic that it game. was really homoerotic yeah, like, you know, nice. so and same with um, Mortal Kombat as well because oh my yeah, oh, should we settle cool. this now Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat oh, how do you has, decide no it has to be Street Fighter I'm a Street Fighter fan yeah I, I think it was Street Fighter 2 Turbo yes that had those extra there was a like Kami and um, who else was the extras uh, oh um, god the so Vega was part of that as well no Vega was in the Street Fighter 2 oh, but he, wasn't he a villain because a but so then the, you the could then play him the bosses you? yeah so yeah. Vega Sagi, Sagat sorry um, um, and Bison was the top Bison boss Bison was the top boss top indeed <laughs> <laughs> he used to literally stomp on your head that was my favourite move yeah he would yeah, like just yeah. do this like standing like, up and then Bison would jump back who was, who was there the was one more boss there was one other boss where everyone's like shouting at the screen now there was one other boss I'm sure of it wasn't there yeah yeah there definitely was Balrog Balrog yes Balrog yes. oh my god yeah, who's yeah. based on Mike Tyson because you know the boxing yeah I didn't think about that because Vegas was he? he was always dancing around Vegas yeah, in the background. Yeah, Vegas in the background. Because and then do you remember? Because then the film as well, the Street Fighter Two film. Oh my! With goodness. Kylie Minogue and Ralph Julia. You know what? We need to unpack that movie. I haven't seen that in so long. Oh my! God. Do you remember how excited we were and then how disappointing it was? So bad. You know what? It's really hard for them to. I mean, this is a good thing to talk about. Mm. How hard it is to translate games to movies. Yes. And there's a topic that I wanted to bring up with you because I think it's a really good. One. They're starting to change that, aren't they? Because yes. think about Witcher. That was a huge success on Netflix wasn't yes, it and that absolutely. was a hugely popular game so I didn't know game. that was a game that, okay. yeah yeah that was a game a huge popular game and there's another one that I want all of our you know, TPIM members to listen to and want to watch when it comes out The Last of Us is one of the best games on Playstation oh really and it's all about it's like I know it sounds very typical but it's a zombie apocalypse is it like the star fault in our stars the what <laughs> <laughs> No, it's all about a zombie apocalypse, which is a very typical game, mm-hmm. you know, um, narrative. But um, it's Imagine the Walking Dead, but yeah. with very good writing. Oh, I mean, the first few seasons yeah. were great, but then it was... Oh, it, it, after what happened with Glenn, and <gasps> I cried. That was hard. And then the when they bit, picked out his death. Yeah, and then he comes crawling out of a no, dumpster. I was just like, no, that's no. it, I'm done. I mean, I tried to hang on for Negan, because uh, I, I, my that younger was, brother read the graphic... That was the hardest part to watch. Really, do you know what? Because my younger brother read the uh, graphic novels. So They're he amazing, though, aren't they? So good. So much darker than... I wish they'd like kept more closely to <gasps> Why them. did they do that? Didn't they screw great Game of Thrones up in the same way? I think so, yeah. They, especially the last season I of Game of Thrones. I haven't seen 
I love the authority. You're like, they fucked it up. No, I haven't seen it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still on episode three of season one. Oh, yeah. No, you have to do, do the first five in a binge because oh, otherwise God. you won't get through it. But, um, oh, I'm still, yeah. So I had no idea. So The Last of Us is a zombie apocalypse. It's a zombie okay. apocalypse, but it follows the story of... And you know what I really love about this developer? There's this mm-hmm. one developer for Sony, and Sony is way better. I know mm-hmm. we're going to have to talk about that. It's better than Microsoft when it comes to gaming. Mm-hmm. But they have such amazing writers in-house for some of their um, the game development. Yeah. And this one story follows... It's uh, it's about um, a journey between... Um, it follows a journey of a, a girl, a young girl, who mm-hmm. is infected, mm-hmm. and she's being transported to um, another place in this apocalyptic world mm-hmm. by this guy called Joel. And it's very much a father-daughter kind of relationship that develops. Oh. And, it, and in this world of, like, you know, zombies, so there's the gameplay element. But it's the, the writing and the characters and the storytelling is so powerful and impactful. And then they made a second game, a sequel, mm-hmm. which um, came out last year. Yeah. But this did so well that HBO went to them and said, we want to turn this into a show. Oh, HBO. Wow. Apparently it's got the biggest budget of any of their shows. It's going to release next year. It's uh, it's start, um, oh, so I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but there's a young girl from Game of Thrones in it that's okay. being st- um, starring as Ellie. Uh-huh. And then Joel is being played by um, the guy from um, uh, Narcos, the, uh, what's his name? Not the lead, the second lead. Oh, I haven't seen Narcos. Okay, I, sorry. Yeah, Do you but... know Mandalorian? I've forgotten that guy. I don't have Disney Plus. Pablo something. Oh, I think I know who you mean. I, I, can, I can picture him now. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have done my research before <laughs> thinking about this. No, 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 no. But that is going to be, I think, another showcase of how gaming can translate mm-hmm. into TV and be done well because the people, so even the people that made the actual game mm-hmm. are involved in helping write the actual script for the TV show. And it will be, I mean, HBO most things yeah. Yeah, are amazing that they do. so I'm really really excited about that so it's funny that you brought that link in terms of like how bad the games were because back in the day they were terrible well this is a, you know, and you've hit on an excellent point there that the, the best games or the games that we love and that are still in our hearts are, are the ones which were the storytelling was so good and you know that you know like you said it's a father daughter story a lot of these games had like a really nice sub story behind it and the writers and the way that's why we emotionally connected to it and I think that's something the adults couldn't understand they'd always be like why are you in this gaming world but I don't think they understood that for the players a lot of it was escaping as well because if you're being bullied at school or you were unhappy you could go into this virtual world where you were in control and you could kind of secure environment in that time or there's a bit of security with it if if we think of Grand Theft Auto how the ability to create your own story in a way like you know you like you know it was was so revolutionary the whole idea I loved it when you you could get the army (laughs) (laughs) when shit went down exactly and there was like you know different cheats that you could do yes. for that and then like you could get you could drive the army tank oh, and then like go blow stuff so up good. and you could beat people up in the street as well yeah. I loved doing that oh honestly. my god yeah, that is a, you know what that is such an amazing game how you can see that's evolved over time because remember when it used to be 2D top down mm-hmm. you would see like your little character running up to a car and stealing it and driving it around mm-hmm. and it was all like overhead yeah and then it when it came to PlayStation 2 I think it was yeah, it I went 3D it was yeah and um, it was GT3, GTA 3 I think and mm-hmm. oh my goodness how it was like oh my god now we're in this world and it becoming more immersive and I think that's one of the reasons why when I think to I mean obviously there's so many negative sides we can talk about you know gaming having a bad reputation but I feel like in terms of the te- technological development of the industry mm-hmm. that's what's really kept me hooked mm-hmm. it's it's really I get so excited by the technology and how it's evolved massively when we look at the graphics from I mean it's not gaming is not only about graphics there's so many elements to it but yeah. that 
is something that's easy to point to mm-hmm. and obviously the artificial intelligence in terms of your you know your counterparts the, pl- the people that you're playing against in a game mm-hmm. but the, the way that the visuals have developed over time it's not something that we could have imagined back in the day when we were younger to think you're going to have really realistic facial expressions and characters that are emoting you know real stuff rather than a, a 2d sprite yeah that doesn't have any kind of emotion but it's yeah that's why i feel like i'm even more excited and to be fair even though i don't probably get to play the games as much as i normally do i follow the industry so closely it's probably the first thing i do like in the morning i'm just checking on like the updates and what's happening with you know sony um, studios that are releasing games what's mm-hmm. the progress of the development you know who's make who sold more consoles i mean there's a bit of fanboy wars which happens still yeah. mm-hmm. that's the thing I find really interesting about it and, and the business side of it as well so how Microsoft will ap- uh, approach things which is very much they've got a lot of money mm-hmm. so they came into this industry later than everyone else because companies like Nintendo and Sega almost well actually Nintendo have always been a, a strong player but they, they've taken a different route it was always Nintendo versus Sega which we're going to have to have a debate yes about, well uh, which was, I'll let's you right now Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> done do you know T- what I mean? tell me about your Nintendo experiences I, I just loved Nintendo like I, I remember because uh, we used to know someone who had a mega drive and it was so much fun going and playing sonic but there was something whenever i was playing sonic i was like oh, this is good this is as good as mario <laughs> yeah yeah you know and then there was also games like shadow of the beast I don't remember that. No. So Shadow of the Beast was like, um, it was almost like, it was an adventure platformer and you could play four characters. Is this, is that right? I think, there's basically you could play, I think you played this little, it was set in like kind of different like medieval times, nice. there's castles and things like that. But there was so many, there's such a range of games and like the rivalry, because then like from uh, Mega Drive, then it, there was like another, there was like a, so Saturn? Me, was the Saturn yeah, the next the Saturn one? Was the Saturn right. meant to rival N64, but then N64 prevailed, I think. And, um, and then got taken over by I PlayStation. Think, yeah, because yeah, that's right. I think it was Sega Saturn, PlayStation One came a little bit later, yeah. and then N sixty four. Yeah, because then like PlayStation was like Crash Bandicoot, Driver, oh, yes. um, all those games. It, they really kind of changed up the game. Because I just want to go back to some, actually something that you were saying earlier. Because I think there is a lot of snobbery around gaming. Yeah, and like I'm, I myself are guilty of it as well, of course. We but I mean that um, there is a lot of snobbery about gaming, and people don't uh, people completely underestimate. How it's like it's an industry, and like you know, like you said, there's storytelling, production values. Like I remember, like seeing when I saw the Rockstar logo oh, at the beginning of a game, you knew I knew it was going to be AAA. You knew it was going to be that was the game that you wanted. Or you know, when you saw that Nintendo, or you saw the Capcom, or you saw whichever label you saw, like we unconsciously, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like absorbed all this information and didn't even realize it. And yeah, I'm not. Surp- I'm so. Surp- I'm surprised actually that like you know, HBO and the television industry have taken so long yeah. to kind of uh, you know embrace it yeah yeah, because you've got a ready-made audience who are going to transfer over and if you do it right and you get it right I was just trying to also think of examples of any film that have got it right and I'm struggling to think of a film that I mean like people are probably shouting us I can't think right now I'm trying to yes it's not that obvious is it I mean there's another example so it's the same company that made um, The Last of Us they made a game called Uncharted which is very much in the vein of Indiana Jones it's like a you know adventure game Mm -hmm. you know treasure hunting that kind of stuff and that was a hugely popular game and they are now making a movie of that and Tom Holland is starring as the character central character Drake and also Mark Wahlberg is playing 
the character, like the father figure, not father figure, but it's like a mentor kind of figure. Mm -hmm. And that's releasing, I think, next year. They've just finished film shooting it this year. Mm -hmm. um, but again, hopefully that hopefully that'll be good. But other games and films that have turned into films, I'm thinking of things well, like apparently Final Sonic. Do you remember Sonic recently? As recently as I think uh, 2020, uh, <laughs> that year, which we'd well not forget. Mm. Um, but Jim Carrey was uh, the villain. Was that any good? Well, apparently it got really good. Oh, reviews. I didn't see I, that. I, didn't, I didn't see it either. I missed out on it. Was it animated? Uh, no, it was a real live, live action. action. And it's apparently like the one film that uh, they actually got it right. Because I think, that, was there a Mario oh. Brothers film? I can't remember. I, think. No, I, I, I don't remember a live action one that's been good anyway. Yeah. I think they were always kind of like... And even the Mortal Kombat films as well. No, they're, they're not good, are they? They're, they're always trashy. I mean, the trailers would always be really exciting because yes. they show like Scorpion doing the, you know... Get over here! Yeah. But then when you would actually watch the film, they would... So so it's interesting to see like, you know, this development. Like, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, I think... Uh, because I think a lot of the time as well, society, it's kind of like the only... There's a parallel kind of with OnlyFans mm. that there's a lot of kind of... Um, oh, gaming is bad for you. OnlyFans is bad for you. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be. No. Like, in modern duration gaming is very good and the problem was like you know as you probably knew as well like you had your own computer in your room yeah so you could kind of get you know you were selling like commodores to buy you know game boys to bikers when you were like we were a wee lad but do you know what i mean it's all about parental supervision like with us we had very strict time limits on because it was only the main tv we only had one television in our house and you know to we only got to play like during weekends yeah like on a saturday and we only got two hours and then mum would be so strict she'd be like I'm going to throw it out the window. Yeah. And she and you know Punjabi mothers, like, you know, well, she'd come with the rolling pin sometimes. And you know Punjabi mothers, like, you know, she's like, I'm going to throw it out the window. Well, she'd come in with the rolling pin. It's like, don't bash it to death. <laughs> it won't be able to stand it. But she would like very much be like, you know, and she tried to sit with us as well and try and take interest in it. But she'd like fall asleep and then we'd be oh. like, shh, shh, don't make noise because then we could get an extra hour on it. But we used to get like two hours or something on it. But then that was That's it. That's healthy, pushing. Uh, yeah. I like that. I feel, feel like your mum did the right thing. And to be fair, when I think back to my family, they didn't control us mainly because we didn't do it excessively. Yeah, we were you responsible. Yeah, my to be fair, my mom used to tell me off saying, "Stop studying all the time." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Mm. Um, and I think it was yes, it can be unhealthy depending on if you have nothing else in your life to kind of fulfill yourself. And it was it never felt like that. It was an extra thing to do. Yes. Exactly. And it was a thing that me and my brother did together. To be fair, that yes. really bonded us because we didn't have a huge amount of... I mean, because he loved football mm -hmm. and wasn't into football. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, what else did we have in common? No, it was gaming. And that's still, even today, mm -hmm. that is one of the core threats other than the kids we yeah. are obsessed with. <laughs> mm -hmm. But like, we always message about gaming because it's just, our, it's been our thing since day one. And and that's why I feel like, you know, it's easy to dismiss it as, oh, it's like really isolating and independent. You can play online, you can play with people you know online mm -hmm. that you don't know online. You can play collaboratively with people. I mean, Nintendo are probably the best at thinking of novel controllers and mm -hmm. experiences to make sure it is a, a community, you know, event when yeah. you're playing games mm. but in our home like even though we had in, in our rooms we could still play downstairs together and I remember my parents would sometimes say come upstairs like, this is what we've done today on the game and what we've achieved and bless them they'd tried to take part and be interested they probably were like completely <laughs> wrong. Was. like we don't care mm. and then sometimes you get like dad to play or whatever mom mm. and it was it was fun on like playstation 3 because remember the controller had the motion sensor yes and the, do you remember the rubber duckies oh good okay. lord yeah we borrowed it off someone once oh, yeah it was so good and you could like move the controller to kind of get them to sink into the water and that was a way of kind of seeing something positive but i'm saying that there are loads of people that i do know that sit there and they're very antisocial and their other halves will be like i can't get it through to him 
he's like completely like mute for like five, six hours. And that is an unhealthy side of it. And I think it's because a lot of people do use it to disconnect from the real world. Agreed. And it's how far you take that. And I think if you're good at regulating yourself, fine, it works. If not, then, you know, not everyone is like that. Absolutely. I think in moderation, I mean, it is designed to be addictive and it is and it can be very much, you know, you can fall into that world and like, you know, get completely immersed in it and forget that there's a real world out there. And it does seem to be something I mean, like there are, you know, I think it, I don't know if this actually if this is the case or not. I mean, we assume that it's more men because well, you know, there's a huge number of female gamers. There's a huge number of female gamers. And I want, and, you know, I'm sure female gamers as well, maybe the same where they become totally immersed in that world. Uh, you know, it's that whole kind of second life thing, you know, when yeah. you have a virtual avatar and what have you oh my god you know it just reminded me of what did you ever watch um black mirror i've heard of it i've I've heard i'm gonna make you watch i know i know know. there's one episode on Mm. the latest season because that one only had three episodes it was a miley cyrus episode Mm. but there's another one with a guy who's um starred in i don't know if you've watched any of the marvel movies uh marvel i've never heard of that before you have seen it yeah but there's um there's this guy who stars in it and there's there's, it's a famous cast because it's so popular now yeah but there's one where this um i don't want to ruin it for those who haven't seen it but just watch it it's it's all around how the gaming industry evolved so far that you can enter the game oh. and you can have another life and i want you to see it because there's such an amazing twist in it okay that it just makes you think if only we could play games like that because <laughs> it would be life-changing it, it would be dangerous and that's what i think what, what so what is the future of gaming i'm thinking where would it go to well this is it isn't it because i think it's so immersive now like you said like you know you've got your head like you don't even need to leave your house anymore like, you know, everything can be delivered to you and you can trade in Bitcoin and what have mm. you. So you don't even need to like go to a physical workplace. No. So, you know, people can yeah. effectively sit at home all day and play and just be in these other worlds. So, mm. you know, like, you know, when you see like these future kind of dystopian kind of um, depictions yeah. where people are just kind of like, you know, got plugged in with a headset and they're morbidly obese, <laughs> just sitting there exactly plugged in and playing all the time. I think that really is what the future kind of holds. And I think, um, you know, but I also see as well that I think gaming will hopefully get the respect that it does i mean i feel it does now in the digital age it is getting yeah. a lot of respect and you know long overdue over respect exactly well the money but also like you said like the artistry behind it you know there's graphics and storytelling and production values and having proper writers in and the emotional connection and you're so right as well because like so many of my gaming memories as well are associated with family because that oh. was the you know summer holidays weekend and those were the times where like we weren't fighting well you know we were all together in it and there was like a common purpose and also it was one of those things where you could go and talk in school or you'd meet someone and be like oh have you got a games console yeah I've got a Sega or I've got a <laughs> do you know what I mean and you could, yeah, have the, you could have that shorthand conversation and make friends with people and I think that's that's a real kind of the community aspect of it is definitely yeah. always <laughs> underplayed and it's a real shame because it's such a it's such an amazing virtue of it and no, so I hope that they be, what about yourself do you, do you what do you think the few, I think it's that point you mentioned earlier as well in terms of it's going to become more and more immersive mm-hmm. and it's more I think the experience will be more sensory as well so the latest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the latest playstation 5 um hand controller it mm-hmm. has um haptic feedback as well built oh into it so it's like it's not just a vibrate it's <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh my god i mean we could just walk it into them today i mean we? honestly you're just sitting on there yeah. <laughs> 
the most powerful joystick ever. Oh my! But uh, it, so I, I feel like it's going to start becoming like so with VR, obviously as mm-hmm. well, coupled with it. And I think the technology is just getting closer to be able to probably handle higher fidelity because at the moment it's still when it comes to VR, it, the demands on the actual technology is like the, the actual hardware is so much greater because mm-hmm. you have to do so much more processing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's available in you know in a pro- at a price that is affordable enough yeah. for homes mm-hmm. at the moment. But I think that'll change in the next ten maybe less maybe five years yeah. and once that kicks in the sorts of experiences you'll be having will be very different in gaming and that's when I maybe even people will start virtually travelling in a way because I saw Ooh. some showcases on I mean BBC I mean when we talk about like shows that talk about gaming there aren't very many good ones I listen to a lot of podcasts on mm-hmm. YouTube um, like you know well known gamers and stuff but when it comes to TV shows talking about technology and gaming, other than Games Master, there's <laughs> which is coming back, which is coming really, back. Yes, absolutely. I did hear about they that. They heard that we were doing this, and then, then suddenly they're like, they're like yeah. "Oh, it's you know back on." The <laughs> so Sunny will be on your screens presenting <laughs> exactly. in 2022. Very exciting. Oh, I'm replacing. Remember that old guy? What oh, was Patrick it? Arms. Patrick, was it? Is was it, it Patrick Moore? Patrick Moore. Oh, like, oh yes, in the game. Yeah, it was yeah. so funny. <laughs> and Dominic Diamond. Dominic Diamond with the gel hair. Oh my god! God, how I mean, old? And look, we're trying to recreate that with Phil. <laughs> your hair oil it didn't armla didn't have the same effect as the body uh, shop uh, hard gel you know oh god mm. but the, the the show that i've uh, sometimes occasionally flick on to is bbc's click yes i do you know i they so they show that on the weekends sometimes yes. on the news it's weekends channel. isn't it yeah. on a midday i think it yeah. is on, on, on a... <laughs> okay <laughs> Because whenever I go home, and then because I don't have like live TV here, so I don't watch it. So I, whenever I go home, I always notice it on a weekend because that's when I'm like sat there, probably waiting for lunch. Probably if I okay, if you're my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so they were talking about how um, people will be using that. Maybe if they aren't able to travel because of COVID, they'll be using that to travel to different destinations virtually through VR headsets. And if the, if it becomes more immersive and realistic, mm-hmm. that would be attractive to everyone, not just people that aren't able to. They might be like, well, I want to use this to experience mm-hmm. something new. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, do you know what? If it's a vibrator and a joystick, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> you are there. That's a saving that I would love to have. Oh, dear. <laughs> Go, take it to the bridge. Yes, damn right. So whether you love them or loathe them, gaming is here to stay and continues to grow in stature and popularity. With advances in tech and culture reflected in the games, as well as a future with artificial intelligence and computers taking over, the next level of gaming promises to be as exciting and all-encompassing as its history. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, let me just turn that off. (laughs) Anyway, well, I think with that vibration, it's time to hit the OnlyFans. Ching, ching. I mean, we've already talked about OnlyFans today, so I feel like they're getting extra bonus points, so we want extra sponsorship fees for Come on, OnlyFans, like, you know, get in touch with us and we'll set up an account on OnlyFans uh, but, yeah, because it's a subscription based model which I didn't realise um, yes. OnlyFans so that's where they make their money from they take 20% of the subscription for that fee, okay. so you would pay to watch a creator and then that's if just you tip, easy money for them exactly and then if you tip the creator as well they take 20% of that the, the actual tip mm-hmm. just the tip <laughs> just like 20% of a tip that's just, just not enough tip. just not enough but you know it's interesting because um, for the OnlyFans lounge you remember I was talking about 
porn being an innovator mm. in terms of like technology yeah. and gaming is the same thing as well like you know there are it's another kind of Virtual like testing rest, ground yeah. where the kind of things that work really well in the gaming kind of context mm. are then spread out wider so I think the whole kind of community collaborative playing being able to download things quickly because if you also if you think about mobile phones and the games that there are on there like people playing Candy Crush and yes. you know, things we like that we didn't even talk about that That's huge. we didn't talk about it but yeah exactly there's a huge industry within that itself um, you realise that like there's a lot gaming is in our lives a lot more than we would expect and also with the gam- you know because gambling as well like you know casino like that would come under gaming yeah it does actually and the fact that you know the mobile apps have been so fast to kind of adapt to that and work out a way to recreate that mm. experience in a gambling hall on your phone I think that's incredible like there's so much um, it really it really it does, does innovate it does innovate and, that, and I think it doesn't get enough credit for that so yeah. it's a real shame and so, same with OnlyFans as well like yeah. OnlyFans doesn't get enough credit for no, what agree. you know for being like a creative oh, and producer. talking of credit oh yeah just wanted to say oh we run the out podcast of podcast is mine it's, uh, no hang on we've still got like two pence left <laughs> oh, oh oh it's running out it's running out no the podcast is mine we hope that you've enjoyed listening to the podcast is mine don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend you can also follow us on all the socials on instagram tiktok facebook and youtube we are the podcast is mine and then on twitter we are podcast is mine or you can email us at thepodcastismine at gmail.com. Oh, and one more thing, the podcast is mine.